Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's always about the heart. Sometimes God said that you're making noise to me because there was incoherence between the heart and the mouth. There was a, a conflict between what the mouth was saying and what the heart was saying. May what we say and sing be consistent with the confession of our hearts. Indeed, in this today, we see one's people who will worship him in truth, meaning what you are outside is what you are inside. If our mouth says, yes, Lord, so should be our hearts. God bless you and good morning. Hallelujah. Worship at God. Worship as God bless you. Greet your neighbor. Good morning. <coughs> Say neighbor, good morning. You are my neighbor for the next hour or two. Please, many neighbors have failed me before. I've had many neighbors in this place. I change neighbors every week because they fail me. I hope and believe that you are going to be a different neighbor today. May God grant you the grace to be my neighbor. Minister to me, I'll minister to you. Hallelujah. God bless you. May we sit here. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? It's good to see you. Hallelujah. 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 Are you happy to see me or I'm just imposing myself? Maybe you are just okay without this man. Are you happy to see me? <laughs> ah, last week I understand you had a wonderful service. Sometimes I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> if people enjoy themselves in my ab absence, so anybody does not know how to feel about that. <laughs> if you will say we really enjoyed ourselves and you were not there, how are you supposed to feel? Hallelujah. When you thought you'd make things happen, isn't it? You get humbled, yeah? Wow, we thank God. Hallelujah. We thank God for uh, His grace that remains here regardless of whoever is here. Hallelujah. And those who look beyond the natural will always receive abundance. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I think I have too much bass today on my on my on my microphone. I think a lot of bass. Amen. I know my voice has deepened lately, but let's get rid of some of the bass. Hallelujah. Not too much, not too much. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just take it a little bit, not not too much. Just again, give it a bit of bass. Hallelujah. I think that's better. Amen. Hallelujah. Just just wave your hand unto Jesus. Say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord, for being here. Hallelujah. Now, I, I just want to, uh, you know, share with you. But first of all, you know, maybe I must start with the message that I received yesterday when I was on the mountain for you. And it looks like God is going to do wonderful things in your lives. <coughs> I say it looks like God is going to do wonderful things in your life. 
And that's why he's giving me this message to you. He took me to the to the book of uh, to the book of uh, Isaiah chapter thirty nine. Uh, Isaiah chapter thirty nine. Uh, let 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 me just. Uh, Yes, uh, you know, Isaiah chapter, Isaiah chapter thirty-nine. Let's 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 go to it. Let me not paraphrase it. Hallelujah, thirty-nine. Uh, is it thirty-nine? Hallelujah. All right. Is the scripture came? Uh, uh, did I say thirty-nine to you? Uh, okay. Yes, thirty-nine, verse one. Um, Verse 1. Now, here we find, you know, just a short message to you before I go into the preaching is this that, you know, what we're seeing in the book of Isaiah um, it happened just after Hezekiah was healed. Remember, as Hezekiah prayed to God to be healed, and God healed him. And then this king from, from Babylon that you see in verse 1, at that time, Mirodama, Mirodach Baladam, there you are, the son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent letters and a present to Hezekiah, for he had heard that he had been sick and was recovered. And Hezekiah was glad of them and showed them the house of his precious things, the silver, uh, the silver, and the gold and the spices and the precious ointment and all the house of his uh, armor and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house nor in all his dominion that Hezekiah showed them not. Now listen to me. Here is a king who sent his men, his people to, to, uh, to Hezekiah to uh, wish him well and to perhaps celebrate with him for what the Lord has done in healing him. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So when they came, the Bible says, he took them all over. He showed them everything. He showed them everything. He took them into the house of the Lord. He showed them everything. Now God said to Isaiah, go to King Ezekiah and see what is happening and ask him what he's doing. So in verse uh, Three. Then came Isaiah the prophet unto King Hezekiah and said unto him, What said this man? What said this man? Amen. And from whence came they unto thee? And Hezekiah said, They are come from a far country unto me, even from Babylon. Then said he, What have they seen in their house? And Hezekiah said, All. That is in my house have they seen. There is nothing among any treasures that I have not showed them. Said, I've showed them everything that is in my house. Now listen to me. And this, I believe, is the message from the Lord because this was a big blunder from Hezekiah to do. You know, often when we are with people, we feel this pressure to talk. We talk, we even say things we are not supposed to say. We expose what is in the house. We expose what is in the house. We give away too much. You know, sometimes some people would visit me and I'll be with them for an hour, two hours, and then my, the first thing my wife would ask me, and when she says that, I know it's the Spirit of the Lord rebuking me. I've said things I was not supposed to say. Because according to her timing, I should have finished all they needed to hear in 10 minutes. Now for the first next 15 minutes, 
Forget your neighbor. Is this the right people I'm supposed to talk to today? <laughs> what have you been talking for? Because people we know, then we know, we all know, there are a lot of things common in common. But how about see it? But what do you want to What will happen to you if you keep quiet, Mar? Let the other one talk. Why do you feel the pressure is that you are the one who must talk? Why are you the one who must keep the conversation going? I'm asking, why are you the one who must sustain the conversation? Are you asking your neighbor? Please say, neighbor, you remember I told you that there are people who have not done well in the past. Are you hearing me? Why are you talking with these people? <laughs> I said, over one city, you're opening your house. You're showing them things in your house. You see, God is going to bless you mightily, but there are things people must not know about. There are things people must not even hear. They must not even know you have them. Can I speak to somebody here? He said something. You know, he was he was happy to say, listen, listen. Everything that you have shown them is going to be taken away to Babylon. And they are taking them. Yes. And it says, your children and your children won't see these things because of you. Now, what is the Spirit of the Lord saying here? Is that sometimes we expose ourselves too much to our enemies. You know, we, 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 we trust too much. To, and that's my prayer that God must help me. I'm too naive to think everybody is a Christian and has got good intentions. Can I speak to somebody here? We are, I'm too naive. To think all of you sitting here in the Bazavani. And I will say what I've been sent to say. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Because many a times we've opened up to strangers, not even strangers, our better enemies, who say, okay, this I'm gonna come back and take. This one I'll stop. This one I'll prevent. Are you hearing me? Amen. This one will not happen. There are certain things that you mustn't show people that are taking place in your house. Are you here? This is the message that I heard yesterday. I must tell you. I must tell you. It's better that, that than going now and going to pray against delay, against this, the things that you opened yourself up for. Not everybody celebrates your progress. Not everybody. Say that this is not nice after praising so much. It's not nice to hear after praising so much. You're thinking, what did, what did you tell who? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. There are people who are just going to pray the opposite of what you are praying. The opposite. I'm willing to say it totally. What's the problem? Okay, problem. Hallelujah. Yeah. Tell her never say Mulomo. Okay, pro. So I rebuke this mouth in the name of Jesus. It must obey you. Amen. Never say things you will regret. But why did I even why did I mention that one? But why? Pressure. Pressure of speech. <laughs> pressure of what? Say you demon of pressure of speech. I arrest you in the name of Jesus. He's arrested in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That was just a message to you. It's not a sermon, but just to pass it. If you feel. 
because your house is going to be filled with many things. Amen. Uh, your amen is like, uh, I say your house is going to be filled with many things. When you open your cupboards, grocery grocery Can I speak to somebody this side? I say when you open your grocery, whatever you, things will just fall out. Hallelujah. They'll be rolling across the floor. Amen. Hallelujah. The time of a lonely can sitting in, in, the, in your cupboard are uh, over in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No, your amen is not good. Hallelujah. Say neighbor, can I prophesy to you? Your fridge will no longer only carry water and ice in the name of Jesus Christ. Senator, why you prophesy me like you don't even believe what you say? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those days are over. Why would God say, I must tell you that you mustn't show them? Show them what? It means there's something you're going to show people. I say there's something you're going to show people. There's something you're going to show people. It's like God saying, before, before defeat, tell them to shush. Because in the past, that's how you lost many things. But this is something new coming. But don't you dare tell anybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you all feel like you must say something? If things good are happening, yeah, but it's not going to happen. Shush. Hallelujah. Today, by God's grace, uh, we'll be quick, by God's grace. I want to talk about get the money. I call it a place of the birthing of purpose. Say get the money. A place of the birthing of purpose. Say get the money. It's a place of the birthing of purpose. Now, um, get a man. The Hebrew word uh, is uh, hallelujah. My, um, let me just uh, do this because now it looks like my gadgets are doing something else. Hallelujah. Are, are you here? Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Now, getaman, the Hebrew word is get, G-A-T, shimanim, shimanim, S-H-E-M-A-N-I-M, shimanim, get shimanim. This word also means oil press. Now, Getsemane was a garden um, on the Mount of Olives uh, that had in it, it was a garden of olives. Are you here? So in it, there was, there was an oil press. An oil press is like a wine press where the olives are pressed to get oil out. Okay, I hope I'm talking to somebody here. So the name came from the oil press that is in the garden. How prophetic is that? That this is the place where Christ had to face his final and ultimate moment here on earth of decision. Now, 
When you read in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 19, verse 3, 2 Kings, chapter 19, verse 3, it says, now this is Hezekiah, which is talked about now. So Hezekiah, it's one of, really one of the most amazing and kings that stood out amongst many. He said one of the most profound statements that are so deep and so prophetic. In verse 3, he says, he sent his people to Isaiah the prophet. And this is what he said, that they must tell him, this day is a day of distress. That's how it starts, the message. A day of rebuke and of disgrace. Now listen to the next verse. Children have come to the point of birth, and there is no strength to bring them forth. Now, you must picture a labor room, a labor room where a woman is giving birth after nine months of carrying the baby. But in the last moment when she has to push for the baby to be born, she can't push. She has got no strength. Let me tell you this. Your problems in life started long time ago, but they always tend to escalate up to a moment in life that you have to decide whether you're going forward or you're going backward. And it's at that critical moment that if you make the right choice, you will be catapulted into new dimensions. You'll be, you go into, do, into, many people don't recognize the transition that is in the Garden of Gethsemane. Before any purpose is born, there is Gethsemane. Before you see your dreams and your callings, there is Gethsemane. A place where you're pushed to the limit. Nine months. You see, you need to understand that your problems started when you were born. Nine months speaks of a life that has been lived for a purpose until and desiring that you will see a purpose and understand that one day my purpose will come to pass. The reason why a woman is pregnant is so that they, can, they could give birth to a baby, isn't it? Yes. And so is our lives. One day it has to become what God has created us to be. Am I talking to somebody in this house? But you see, we don't understand that everything that we have been through has always been about this day. Tell your neighbor, you can't give up now. You know, when you look at the book of Matthew chapter 2, if you read from verse 1 here, we hear that uh, Jesus was born. Say, Jesus was born. Can, can you just read it for us from, from verse 1 there? Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Uh -huh. Now after Jesus was born. After, that's how it starts. After Jesus was born. Say, after Jesus was born. After Jesus was born. Now I want you to put your name. Say, say after I was born. There's something that is that started the day you were born that you're not even aware. Your birth was not just a usual birth. It was an announcement, an arrival of something very special in this world. I don't care what you think about yourself, by the way. I'm telling you that it was a popular event in the realm of the spirit. It shook things and moved things when you arrived because this one was something special. Read, continue reading. Now after Jesus was born uh -huh. in Bethlehem of Judea uh -huh. in the days of Herod the king. Now listen. He was born in the days of Herod the king. Let me tell you this. That when you are born, there are kingdoms. Oh, you know, you know the other the other day, you know, I was just meditating 
on the scripture that said, you know, the devil took Jesus up to the highest point and he, and he showed him, he showed him the kingdoms of the world. The kingdoms. So there are kingdoms of the world in different areas and different aspects. There are so many kingdoms. And there are different kings sitting in those kingdoms. Numerous kingdoms. And some of the kingdoms are the kingdoms that sit on families. You are born into a kingdom in your family. There's a kingdom. There's a king that sits on your family. That demands worship. And that is called a herald in your house. Okay, can I speak what the Holy Ghost wants me to speak? Now that king or that kingdom is the one that rules over families. And it sits there and it demands worship. People who say they are going to worship ancestors, they are worshiping Herod in their families. It's the king that sits on those families. We have taken the picture of our ancestors. We know it's not true. But he demands worship. Now, in the days of Herod, in the days of your Herod, you were born in your family. <laughs> and that arrival shook kingdoms in your family. Because something new is about to happen in that kingdom. Somebody is being threatened. You've been, you've been born for a purpose. Hallelujah. And, and, and one of the reasons why you're born is that there's a, there's, a, there's a king that's sitting and ruling over lives that is not supposed to. You are about to ascend that throne. Amen. I say you're about to, you are supposed to ascend that throne. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why you became a problem. Hallelujah. Say yeah. but that's why you became a problem from day one. Now continue reading. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Verse 2. Yeah. Saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen now, his star. Uh -huh. How do they know? Listen, when you are born, there is an announcement about your arrival. There's an announcement about your arrival and why you have come. And that shakes kingdom because it means that you're going to take over and demolish their, 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 their reign over people's lives. Oh, I'm, I'm, am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. In the realm of the spirit, it is known. It is known. That is why some of you have experienced so many fights from the day you were born. Because Herod began to say, this one must not see the light of day. Herod wanted to kill the lives of Jesus, the life of Jesus. And you know what? Do you know he could have killed him? How do we know? Because they had to run away. Senator, if God could run away, <laughs> can I talk to somebody? He had to run away to where? Egypt, isn't it? He had to hide here in Africa. Running away it means he could have been killed. Jesus Christ did not um, probably knew he was going to be killed, but not that early. <laughs> I, uh, okay, can I speak to you? <laughs> Are you hearing me? So if they had to, to run away and hide Jesus, it tells you that there are people that have, have been killed prematurely. Oh, we thank God that you have been hidden in Egypt. I say we thank God that you have been hidden in Egypt. Yeah. Hallelujah. Listen, as I always say, because you are a problem to the devil, the first price is to eliminate you, is to get rid of you. So you will try from the day, even before you are born, you will make sure that the pregnancy is so complicated that you say, well, she didn't make it. There are people who have never seen the light of day with purpose. Your fight started in your mother's womb. 
Some of us, we think that our purpose starts when we get born again and we say, Lord Jesus Christ, um, then we have purpose. No, you just you find your purpose. But your purpose was there before you. Will you find it in Christ? There are people who never find it because they are never in Christ. As I said, it's like a prophet. You're born a prophet. That's why you can go and prophesy anywhere else you want. You can go to ZCC and prophesy, isn't it? You can go to Postola and prophesy. Yeah. So those prophesies, those people are not prophesying some of the prophets. They are telling the truth. If you want, they'll tell you the truth, but there's a price to it. Am, am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. Are, you, are you following what I'm teaching you? Yeah. I want you to understand yourself. That some of you, you've, 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 you've had difficult birth and you know how do you explain why a woman would carry a child for nine months and want to dab them in the dustbin how do you explain that how do you explain that except the devil says i don't want this one day i don't want this thing this one alive the day the the, the boyfriend heard that you're pregnant he said i don't want you'll never see me again so when the woman gives birth she she hates and re resent that baby from day one i don't want this baby this baby reminds me of the father meanwhile this is a child of purpose a child was not a mistake are you here yeah. understand where you're coming from and where you're going are, are you in the house of god so our problem started a long time ago tell me about your problem started your nine months started when you moved of this purpose hallelujah so number one price or first price for the devil is to kill you if he can't kill you he will make useless you useless for the rest of your life in other words a person who does not know his purpose is as good as dead. I want to say what I need to say. Because according to the devil, he's just passing unnoticed on earth. It's just passing where? How? Unnoticed. So it's as good as never have been there. No records. In other words, you left this world untouched. You are not allowed to leave this world the same way you found it. It's like you didn't hear. I say you are not allowed. You are not permitted to live this world the same way you found it. Yeah. Are you still here? So if he can't kill you, he'll make you useless. Purposeless is as good as useless. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm really, really sorry to hear that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, purpose. Some people make mistakes to think that, you know, purpose is succeeding in life. And I explain that is not correct unless you understand what is success. Hallelujah. Amen. Success is about living your purpose. That's all. You know, some people have accepted pacifiers. <laughs> you know what is a pacifier? When a child cries, you put a dummy in the mouth. In other words, where some people have money, they are successful. They've got cars, they've got houses, but those are pacifiers. So that you should never ever scream and want to know your purposes. If your purpose is to change the world, the devil will be more than glad to give you money to go and stay in the little corner somewhere. Can I speak to someone here? Say pacifier. Say I don't want pacifier. Okay, say never. I want say I want money, but this pacifier thing is worrying me. Hallelujah. They are like bribes. If you can just be quiet. And you are happy. You are happy. Who will not be happy with money? Say never be honest. Hallelujah. Who will not be nice somewhere, living a very nice life? Money is not your issue and all that. You know, the devil says, okay, the devil will never do that 
unless there is something he's risking losing bigger than that. Let me tell you this. We can be successful in making money, whether it's a profession or what. Let me explain. Let me tell you the difference between a calling and a profession. You want to hear that? Or business, whatever. A profession will give you money. Or let me put it like this. A, a profession will give you satisfaction. But a calling or living your purpose will give you fulfillment. A profession. Now listen to this. A profession will bring you money. A calling or a purpose will bring you reward. What's the difference between getting money and, and, and a salary and a reward? You bring your salary, whatever you call it. What's the difference? A reward, the Bible says, is something that is reaped in the present age and even in the age to come. Amen. A salary, money, they are limited, but a reward is much bigger than that. People who leave their purposes are rewarded. They are not paid. Am I losing somebody here? Yeah. They are all here still. Yeah. Are you here? Yeah. Now, everything in your life that has happened, remember this. When the devil realizes that he can't kill you, he failed. Put you in a plastic bag, you still breathe. How do you breathe in the plastic bag? So, unless God intervenes. Plastic bag, you are still alive. Hi. No. Uh, the devil gives up. It's okay, fine. Next plan, plan B. I want to make sure that I mislead this one. Be in the wrong places with the wrong people. Do the wrong things. It's fine. It's not going to bother me. Are you, are you listening? Yeah. It's not going to do what? Bother you. It's not going to bother me. Everything that has happened in your life from the time you were born is the opposite of what you are supposed to be. What is the reason? You must never ever imagine, even in the, your wildest imagination, that you can be that thing. <laughs> if your position, if your ultimate position is the mountain top, he will take you to the bottom of the pit. So that all you desire is just to see the sun. Many people suffocate so much that they, all they just want is to see the next day. Yeah. Can I speak to somebody? <laughs> we just want to see the people. You, you, you know, you belong to the mountain top. What? I'm in the bottom here. I just want to be on top of the, this pit. That's all. If I can come out here and see the sun and be on land, forget the mountain. Many people have forgotten about the mountains because of the bottom of the pit. The devil will make sure that he lines up everyone to work with him, even in your own household. That is why in this very book, Luke 22, I think verse 3, the Bible says that, and the devil entered Peter. What do you think a, a mother would just dump a baby? No one in his normal sense would carry a baby and dump it. The devil entered him. You were hated the way you were hated because the devil entered people all around you with one purpose, to make sure that you never think you are what you are. That thing must lie dormant. If I can use the devil says, if I can use it, nobody will. That is why some singers will only start flourishing when they sell their souls to the devil. The devil did not make them sing. No, he can't make them sing. They've always been able to sing well, but they were oppressed to never think it's possible until they sell their souls. Then he leaves them, then they flourish. Because he says, unless it's serving at my altar, who, King Herod, it will not serve at another altar. Ask your neighbor, are you still here, neighbor? You must hear this. Please. Say, neighbor, you must hear this, please. Am I speaking to somebody here? 
not that you're not gifted. No, somebody wants you to use it somewhere else. Otherwise, he won't allow you. You see, I'm a priest in, 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 in my father's house, in, in my heavenly father's house. There are spirits that wanted me to be a priest at that altar, not this one. So my fights are not only about, they start from there. Who, who, who are you trying to lift up when we are here? This gift of healing, you should be a sangoma in healing people in, in our... What are you saying, healing people in the name of Jesus? What's that? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you here? Say, never understand your problems. Your nine months did not start today. But right now, you are in Gethsemane. You cannot give up. You've been through a lot. I say you've been through a lot to come this far. You can't give up now. Gethsemane, it's a place where people, you know, in Luke 22, we see that Jesus Christ goes to this garden of Gethsemane with his disciples to pray. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that he left them at one point and he went further. Say further. You see, Gethsemane, it's a place where you go further alone. You go further alone. You know, there are places where people won't go with you. No. You see, God wants to you to get to a place where nobody now believes you can be anything. Nobody. I mean, even your mother, your father, your sister, your wife, your husband. Even, ah, in your I know it's ah. Then you know you've gone further. Can I speak to somebody here today? Yeah. Then you know you've gone further. It's a place where God wants to make sure that he shakes everybody off. And the Bible says that, and, and, and the angels, won't read because of that, and the angels came and strengthened him. That's when you need, when you need supernatural power to come to a rescue. Because there's a place where not even a, the voice of man will make you feel better. Not even a word of encouragement from a man. You need heavenly intervention. Yeah. You know, even if people really believed in you, they'll go to a point. Yeah. You know, I was saying that, you know, people, people who are not married, open your ears and your eyes and everything else you must open. And, and hear me well. That... Love is not enough to sustain marriage. I know we are crazy. When we, we, when we fall, it's saying that you must fall out of love and walk nicely into it. Like a sober person. Walk nicely into it. Don't fall in like a drunkard. Where are the young people here? They are so quiet. Are, are there young people in the house? Those who are, who are married, of course, they are already in it. What can I do? <laughs> I can only pray for them. <laughs> for God to give them strength. Are you here? I'm talking about those who are still thinking about going in. Do you see how many people are, are escaping? Are you here? <laughs> now, now listen to me. Those people who are aspiring. Love is not enough. When somebody says he wants to marry, he loves you, you, you must ask them if they have got a vision for this marriage. Where are we going with this thing? Don't just join anything that you don't know where it's going. Remember the Bible tells you that, says that you are the helper. What are you going to help if you don't know? You see, one of the reasons why people never walk in their purposes fully is because of the commitments that they've made, that they've bound themselves to. Can I, can I say this? I've seen many pastors, yes, whose wives are not happy with this calling thing. Hello. In fact, one woman sometime back said to me, one 
Mamruti. I wasn't a pastor at the time, but I realized that Mamruti needed to stand up. Otherwise, things are not going right. And I said to her that you need to stand up and pray for your husband as Mamruti. What she told me, do you want to hear what she told me? She said to me, hey, I'm not the one called. He's the one called. Yes. I was shocked like you're shocked today. It came from Mamrut. No wonder you see some of Mamrut there like this. Are you hearing me? You know what? I don't blame them, honestly. I don't blame Mamrut. I really support them. I'm, I'm, told, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm 100% behind them. You know why? It's because you cannot decide, you and, and your wife, you tell your wife, ask where are you going? We say we are going to Cape Town. You're going on a flight. Meet where you say we are turning, Durban. Up there in the sky. Meet air. Say never. Meet air decisions. Hey, husband, where are you going? Now I'm rude and you are mom rude. <laughs> From today, God has spoken to me from today. I am Muruti, I've calling of God. Hey! Hanari Jola, or our woman to a brute. I might have got somebody. Hanari Jola, our woman root, your wounded. Now, what? Say, hey, I'm the head. You see, now they are playing the headship card. Yeah. So, Mamruti, because now you said you are the head, you yeah. <laughs> When people go to you, say, Mamruti, I can Mamruti. Yes. I'm the wife of somebody. Can I speak to somebody in the house today? Yeah, that's the problem we have. Now you, you are miserable now. The, 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 the purpose is calling, but you are hindered. Oh, Jesus. Say, oh, Jesus. Say, help us, Lord. Yeah, this is not only about pastor or anything. Remember I told you, a profession is one thing. A calling is another. If your profession is your calling, congratulations. <laughs> Hallelujah. But for many of us, these are two different things. Are you hearing me? Are, are you still here? So, um, Jesus went further alone. He went further alone. Even if you married the right person. Hallelujah. You know, honestly, one of the things that I salute my wife for is that, you know, because I'm one of those people that when we got married, the issue of the calling was not there. Hallelujah. But when she heard and when she saw, she agreed to change course mid-air. Are you hearing me? Yeah, to change course mid-air. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, not many would do that. You see her like this, so when we got married, there was nothing about pastor and mamrut. There was nothing. I believe this is one of the few graces. Are you here? So, young people, when somebody says to you, I want to marry you, okay, fine, I understand that, and I accept and I appreciate that you came to me and considered me. But let's go through this first. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. The plane will just fall mid-air. Hallelujah. So, I still here. So, Jesus faced so much 
alone. The Bible says that in Luke 22 that he began to sweat blood. That is the level of agony that he was going through. There will be the kind of pain that you experience just because you have to birth something in your life. What is happening to you? You feel already, ah, oh, this is now too much. Are you, are, are you hearing me? You know, devil will enter everybody around, will enter everybody. You know, I was just saying, you know, the other day that I'm sure when, 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 when Jesus was lifted up on the cross and he looked down amongst those multitudes, he must have spotted one or two people that he gave food to. Are you hearing me? The Bible says he fed the multitudes. Who were those multitudes he fed? They were there at the cross. It's about to kill him. Oh, not the, the, the way even he was eating that day. This one, this one is shouting the most. They had them. hear his voice more than anybody else. But I remember I had to double my miracle because of this one. Are you here? Yeah. You know, I was shocked to hear that, uh, you know, I was shocked to hear that one of the people that we even, some of the people that we even built houses for, I mean, from our own pockets, build, somebody just build the house for you, just build, go in, are the people that are speaking bad about us. They are sleeping in the house that we built. It's, it's, it's shocking. Even. And you feel like, huh, but you need them, you see. Hey, my kids, money has come. Huh? Hallelujah. You feel that pain. Are you hearing me? Amen. You feel that pain, but you're saying, hey, I thank God that I was considered for this. You don't get angry with people. You say, wow, the devil can go to this extent. You know, the devil can use people. Amen. He just has to enter them. He just has to enter them. Whether it's in your house, whether it's a church, whether it's in Fundisi, I hope he does not enter Fundis. Uh, that's my sincere hope that he does not enter Fundis. That is the last place he goes. Hallelujah. But he enters anyone and begin to push to a point of pain and you begin to say why me lord why do i have to do and go through the things that i've done but hey congratulations because who else could be considered for this hallelujah now the 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 the, the child has come to be born but there was not much strength to bring it forth i pray that you cannot fail at this hour Amen. Because, you know, the more you look back at your life and say, oh, I, I, no, I, I suffered, I say congratulations because it tells me who you are and where you are going. It tells me who you are. You know, as, as you have heard me in the past, when people come to me in front of this, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing this and this and they seem smiling. Why are you smiling for this? I, I salute, I, I salute the grace. You want me to cry with you? I, I salute what? <laughs> to be considered for such suffering. Because it means what you carry is something. Why would the devil waste his time on you like this? Are you, are you here? Amen. Now all your life it has not been so nice. Some, when, when will I ever enjoy life? Hallelujah. But I tell you, you should see the excitement when the baby is born. The excitement when the baby is born. You know, I've heard people saying ah you know when you know when in the neighborhood people people make promises yeah, i'll never be pregnant again <laughs> never 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 i don't want to do you know what i'm talking about yeah. so, but do you know what he's talking about yeah. i'll never what yeah. but how come many children have got many people have got more than one child as you never, how come many people have got more than one child? And people every day are promising. Every even go, you go now to labor out, somebody's promising at this hour that never ever again. 
but they never keep that. Because once the baby comes, it's excitement. You are going to be excited and celebrate when this thing is born. I've got good news for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, good people, listen to me. Get some money is in the sense important so that you go through this alone. And you know it's only God who strengthened me. The, I told you there's a place where not even a word of man will encourage you. God himself will have to descend because no one has been there. Oh, yeah. That's purpose. Purpose is unique. You must get to a point where nobody will know what to say to you. You know, I've seen people who try to come and encourage others. They end up being the ones being encouraged. <laughs> you leave this place. You came to encourage. You leave the place encouraged. Who has experienced that before? Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Because you have not been where this person was. Now he's got encouraging himself direct. Of course, we didn't say hundred but honestly, that was beyond your depth. Can I see if you're still here? Let me see your hand. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Amen. That's why sometimes when you go and comfort people, you, you, must, listen, you must listen to the Spirit of God. Sometimes, because talking, you have not been there. Yeah. Are you still here? Amen. Are you still here? Amen. Yes. So there's a place where God will take you where nobody has been, and He Himself will be that source of encouragement and nobody else. Why? Now, beyond this point, you must learn to depend on Him and nothing else. You see, what sustains a calling and a purpose is total dependency on God, not on anything you can do yourself. Not anything anybody can do for you. God and God only. You know why some of the... I'll speak about men of God because it's easier that we all know that kind of a calling. But it's not the only calling. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So I'll talk about this kind of calling where I am. Is that if you do not go through get a man, you will abuse people. Why am I saying that? If you have learned... learned if you have not learned to depend on God, you will be a manipulator. <laughs> if people don't give money, you will find ways to search their pockets. You will find ways to do what? To search, to search their pockets. They end up bringing money. Because you have become a manipulator. But a person who has been through gets money, he knows even if the church is empty, God is still God. Amen. Even though there are two people, I'll preach the same way that I preach to a thousand, to a million, or because I know that there's a place where it was only me and God. Anybody who comes is just joining this meeting. He's not going to start the meeting. Say, my gets money, my gets money. When you go into any place and they threaten you, if you know it's your purpose to be in that place, you're not intimidated. Uh, because you know who you work with. Oh, before they were, he was. Yes. Hallelujah. Are you here? You don't get, to, I'm here because I have a purpose. Nobody can occupy my purpose. Nobody. Nobody can exist where I exist because I was created and tailor-made for this. Hallelujah. My purpose does not depend on external sources to exist. Nobody can say, I can make you. 
I will make you. What nonsense is that? Only God made you before you were even born. No one can make me. If you don't do this, no. But if you do this, I'll make you. Go tell those bosses that say they can make it. Ask them, who are you? They can, I can make you or break you. Tell them, who are you? Who are you? You stand in my purpose, I will bulldoze over you. And stay in the way of my purpose, I'll run over you. Say, this is my purpose. I was born for this. This is my Getsemane. From here, it's only me and God. Hallelujah. You know, you need people who will lift the cross for you. First, they will nail you just to make sure you don't fall from the cross. And then they will lift it up for you. When you are lifted, the attention will be on you. When you are lifted, all attention will be on you. When Christ is lifted, when Christ is lifted, he draws people unto himself. When you are lifted, all eyes will be on you. I say all eyes will be on you. But very few will understand how you got there. This road you travel along. Some people say, Mruti, you don't understand. I don't, I don't have to understand. Who am I? I've never been there. There's a place where we end. From there, walk with God. Walk with God. Because there, I've not been to. Some people will only pray for you. And if, even that hour is difficult for them. Hallelujah. But they are trying. And they are doing it so, even so from a distance. They can't come where you are. Get some money. It's a place of the birthing of a great purpose. Some of you have been in Gethsemane for a while. You have been pushing for a while, trying, not much strength. I pray for a final push. I pray for the final, final push. I pray for the final push. For the final push. Now, it's time to come out of Gethsemane. Hallelujah. I hear the spirit of the Lord says some of you is because you have concentrated a lot on Judas and occupied your life with Judas, preoccupied your life with Judas, meaning what the devil is doing in your life through people. Remove your eyes on Judas. Look at the cross. Look at where you're going. It might be a place of pain, but it's a place of great fulfillment. Amen. Wonder what is it that makes that brings pain that will bring so much fulfillment? That's only purpose that can do that. How can anybody enjoy what is not enjoyable? Only purpose can do that because people don't understand that what you live for is not for you, it's not only for your comfort but it's the comfort of many. But the joy that it brings is beyond imagination. Unexplainable joy and fulfillment that you have. Go through Gethsemane. It's temporary. It's temporary. But it's a place of terrible pain and agony is necessary. After this, your ministry will not be the same. I said your ministry won't be the same. Your ministry will not be the same. Your ministry will never be the same again. From here, you'll just be lifted up. Just be lifted up. You'll just be lifted up from here. Just be lifted up. Multitudes are waiting. 
on this day when it's lifted, people are celebrating Passover. But yet, next door, the Passover itself is taking place. In other words, there are people who are desiring to see something come to pass in their lives. But only you, only you will make it happen. I say this world is waiting for you. You have been prophesied about. You have been spoken ab about. This is your time. I say this is your time. Get out of Gethsemane. Accept the will of God. I say accept the will of God. Accept the will of God. Pray not your will but yours, O oh Lord.